Welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Uh, sorry, I was just looking at something on the computer and got a little bit distracted. Um, yeah, uh, I'm still uh, out in Las Vegas right now, enjoying some downtime with my family. So uh, this is being recorded a couple days in advance, so it's not live on the Facebook, but Facebook is getting a video for it. So it's super exciting. Uh, okay, a couple little housekeeping things, and then we will jump into today's content. Uh, We have a website and admittedly, it's not terribly good. I don't really know what I'm doing when it comes to uh, building of websites, but it's at least relatively functional. You can go there to learn about our leadership coaching, our spiritual directing, and our life coaching. And you can also sign up for our newsletter that sends out uh, some cool weekly stuff. If you're interested in signing up for that, you can do that there. Um, Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday, 6.30, Discovery Church, 4304 Austin Bluffs Parkway. We are continuing the uh, Enneagram class that we're doing there. It's totally free, so you can just show up and be a part of it. We will be covering fours this coming Tuesday. So I'm a four, so I'm super excited about that. I'm going to have just so much to say. It's going to be real exciting. Uh, those meetings are much more conversational. We we do a lot of Q&As, a lot of dialogue, a lot of back and forth. Um and I just think that's a much more fun way to take in the information if you are available to do that. Uh, okay, so we're coming up towards uh, the ending of the one series in a couple of episodes, and I want to go ahead and do a Q&A just like we did with the nines. I thought that was super fun. So if you have questions about ones or you are a one and you would like to know more about that or something that maybe I didn't hit in this series, shoot me your questions at wade at nineleaders.com. Also, the website, I don't think I told you guys, is nineleaders.com. Uh, wade at nineleaders.com, send your questions there. You can send them via Instagram or you can send them to me via Facebook and I will answer those on the Q&A episode. Um, also, we are looking for a self-aware type one who is relatively familiar with the Enneagram and who uh, is in some sort of of larger leadership role, has some sort of uh, following that they are responsible for that would like to be interviewed for the one interview. We haven't locked anybody down yet. All right, cool. That is all the housekeeping. And now I have a script so I won't be nearly as distracted. I am recording this on May 9th and it is snowing outside. So that's just the best. All right. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about relationships. We've done this with the nines. We've done this with the eights. We are going to talk about the way that ones interact with the other three numbers in the anger triad. So that's other ones, types eights, and type nines. I say this at the beginning of every relationship episode because I think it's super important. There is no such thing as a bad relationship pairing. You can pair a one with any other number, and as long as both numbers are self-aware and mutually respectful and mutually um, admiring of one another, you're going to have a successful relationship. Anybody who says that there are certain numbers that just don't do well together, is uh, that's just not a true statement. I've heard people kind of irresponsibly say that ones and nines never make good good uh, good pairings and that's just it's that's just not true any types that are not self-aware are going to have a lot more trouble than types that are self-aware and even in relationships where both types are self-aware there's going to be problems that's just the nature of relationships so if you've been told that your number doesn't fit with another number and you're in a relationship with that number don't fret there's really no merit to that idea at all So, ones and eights. If you listen to the eight series, you've already heard some of this, but I tried to kind of freshen it up so I'm not just giving you guys the exact same material. 
So ones in relationship with eights can make a powerful force or a really intense competition. Both types are awake and aware of their anger, and they have a strong desire to do something about that. Ones that manifests in wanting to perfect the outside world as they strive to perfect their own interior. So they're trying to perfect both themselves on the inside and perfect the outside. Eights want to impose their own will on the world. And so they're, they're, they're projecting their anger outward. So they're both awake to the anger. And as long as that's kept in check and healthy, it can be really beneficial to one another. Provided that both types are on the same page regarding what they're wanting to change the world into, this can be a really powerful force. So eights will admire the one's drive and ambition and energy and will help them to kind of take some more risks in what they do. Ones are going to admire eights' power and will help them to be a little bit more thoughtful in decision-making. Eights tend to be really impulsive and rash. Ones are a little bit better thought out and they've they've uh, kind of looked at the best way of doing things. And so they'll help eights to, to really be thoughtful in their decision-making. Frustrations may arise as eights are striving to achieve their own goals by by any means necessary. They're much more concerned with the end product, and ones are concerned with the overall morality of the entire system. So this can lead to the eight feeling somewhat held back by the uptight and rigid nature of a one. At worst, the eight might start to perceive the one as hypocritical. So the closer that the two are, the more opportunity the eight gets to see the one fall short of this moral code that they're imposing on everybody else. And this, what eights perceive as hypocrisy, this will lead to feelings of mistrust. And they might try to dominate the one to overcome that, that, that fear that that person is unsafe. So they'll try to, try to dominate them. Likewise, the ones might attempt to dominate the eight to make up for their imperfections. The one has been observing the eight and seeing all the ways that the, the eight falls short of that moral code. And they need to dominate the eight in order to, to establish uh, their perfection on them. So this can lead to this really vicious competition for supremacy and dominance in the relationship. And as both are anger types, that can really boil over into something that can be kind of aggressive and unhealthy. Ones and nines. This can be gentle and moral or frustrating and unsatisfying. Uh, Both types are really self-sacrificing and altruistic in the name of the greater good. Ones in a vacuum, though, can often focus too much on the big picture and systemic ideas and processes. And, And as a result, they have a tendency to overlook people that are involved. Nines being more relational, uh, they, they, they can bring that to the relationship where they start to see how some of what the one's doing is affecting the people around them and can really help the ones to have a softer uh, edge to them. On the other side, nines tend to have these lofty ideas, but they struggle with execution and ones will help them to move forward with their goals. So nines are really good at thinking about things they'd like to do or, or, or considering different paths and options. And if they're uh, strong enough to voice that, then ones are really helpful in in moving them towards those goals. Both are going to bring a sense of justice and upright morality to any environment, but will also create a sense of safety for those striving to move towards perfection. So they're really going to create an environment where it's clear what the moral code is, it's clear what the goal we're working towards is, but it's a safe place for people to fall short provided they are actually moving towards that, that goal. Nines are going to help soften one's edges as well as give them a sense of rest. Nines are an excellent antidote to the interior dialogue of the one. The inner critic that the one holds loses some of its power in the presence of a nine who loves and empathizes with the one regardless of their level of perfection. 
So there can be some struggles in this relationship. Like any ones tend to have this great hatred. They abhor laziness and nines tend to fall into ruts of laziness. The cardinal sin of the nine is sloth. This can cause some tension between the two. Nine's inability to make a choice as well as their inability to see and relate, or sorry, as well as their ability to see and relate to all points of view might rub up against the one's clear sense of right and wrong, black and white, yes and no. You know, a nine might be looking at a disagreement that a one is having with somebody and they'll see the other person's side of the story, which could be really frustrating to a one because in their mind, no one should see that side of the story. Uh, ones might start to call out imperfections in nines that they see and push them to improve, which could be received poorly by the nine. Uh, in their stress, nines will shut down, which will lead to the which will lead the one to believe that they've done something wrong, which will kick on this inner critic and kind of send it into overdrive. So this will lead the one to overcorrect and become overbearing and invading of the nine's solitude, and this could lead to an eventual eruption of anger of both types. Again. Two types in an anger triad coming together in in bad space can be uh, pretty vicious, and anger will be the the dominant feeling there. So ones in relationship with a one, this can be principled and righteous, or insecure and confrontational. Uh, double ones are going to respect one another for being principled and basing their lives off of their convictions. Um, this respect will cover any slight disagreements on black and white issues. Uh, this pairing will be clear and precise. They'll leave very little room for interpretation. Uh, there won't be much doublespeak or ulterior motives or passive-aggressive unsaid feelings. They will be very face value. They will take their responsibilities really seriously and will often put them before any sense of fun or self-care. From the outside looking in, this pairing will be hard and somewhat unforgiving. Neither of them really see much of a use or have much time for sentimentality or softening, softening the truth for people. Uh, both bring objectivity and wisdom to the other that they really respect in one another. So this can all become problematic if they start to disagree on what they fundamentally see as, as black and white. Um, not being able to agree on these basic, to them, quote, basic issues can lead to a friction and a tension. And in the constant effort to perfect one another, they'll start to treat each other like a project. They'll confront and condescend one another. Uh, they'll never breach social propriety because that would be imperfect, but they will ensure that their disagreements with each other are known. So that's one way that this can be unhealthy. Another direction this can be unhealthy is uh, that the two begin to feel vastly superior to all others. So two unhealth unhealthy ones, they might bond and look down upon lesser folk who couldn't come as close to perfection as they can. So this strategy, and the reason it's tempting for them, is that this strategy is somewhat effective in silencing the inner critic, because they're looking at each other and seeing that each other has this, this thing of perfection, and telling each other they have this state of perfection. It starts to silence the inner critic, and makes them nullified to their insecurity, but also causes them to take that insecurity and project it onto the world around them, and they can be really cruel and mean and and just hostile towards other people who they don't think are as good as they are. So that is uh, ones in the anger triad. So if I missed anything or you you want some more um, uh, detail on that, send your questions in to Wade at Nine Leaders or shoot it um, shoot me questions on the Instagram or on the Facebook, and I will address those in our Q and A series. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'm excited to be back with you live tomorrow, and I will talk to you then.